Thank you for joining World of Truths. We're here to be real and talk about controversial topics and address it from a biblical point of view. Being the voice of young outlets in a world where traditional, cultural, and modern views has brought a lot of confusions. Our intent is to bring light and truth to these confusions with the help of the Word of God. Hello everyone. Welcome to All of Truth. We, we know we've been out for quite a while, but you know, we're back. Uh, we pray that uh, as you guys keep on listening to us, that you may get more knowledge the, the way God leads us into this podcast. How have you guys been today? Doing good. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a very up and down week, a uh, roller coaster of a week. Doing well, doing well. Just kind of uh, getting used to the new season, and you know, feels like it's a lot going on <laughs> with summer. But um, doing overall, doing well overall, I should say. Yeah, doing good as well. Just getting used to the heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, uh, life can be challenging. Life can come up with its course, but that's not an excuse. We'll still stick together and keep the good fight and keep going. And we're ready that we're ready to share what we have more and what we have learned from this past week, even when we're not connected, we're still thinking about you guys. Mm-hmm. Like we miss you guys. And I miss, I miss this. I miss this conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. And we pray that uh, you guys may continue, you know, being with us, being diligent with us and carrying on this, this run. Mm-hmm. So, Sean, would you take us away with the topic of the day? Yeah, sure. But first I need to ask, how was your own week? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. My week was good. Um, Work, you know, there's a lot of planning going on, big shoots, and it's it, it got busy than I expected. But you know, with the help of God, we're trying to manage everything and make sure that things keep the same. You know, keep the same run. Don't forget to focus. Keep your focus on what is important, and wall of truth is important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good one. Good to hear. Yeah. So today we're going to be diving um, into the topic of ambition. Um, this is. This is a topic that can be controversial mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, you know, everyone wants to achieve something or the other. Everyone is pursuing um, something or the other. But you, you know, you have two different groups, or let me say three different groups. Um, you have people who pursue a target endlessly. Mm-hmm. And then you have some people who think um, pursuing a target is, you know, worldly or it's um, it's basically almost worshipping something else. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, you have that group of people who just finds a balance. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we want to talk about ambition, what it is um, from our own perspectives. And then eventually we want to see what does the scripture say. Yeah. Um, about it but it'd be nice to hear from our own perspective how ambition has changed how it has shaped us how we've you know our thoughts on it before we yeah. see what the scripture from says about side, it i see ambitions as things you aspire to have or things that you aspire to reach it's more of in the same ball ball game as goals setting you know um uh, your, your your dreams your desires your passion I'm, I'm, like your ambitions okay uh I have a certain goal I want to reach. I have a certain milestone I want to be. Uh, I want to get to. Mm-hmm. So I see ambition as that driving force. So like ambitious to be a good basketball player. I'm 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 ambitioning to achieve this. Mm-hmm. Although, as you say, Sean, ambitions can sometimes be corrupted. You know, not all ambitions are good. Mm-hmm. And none, if you're not well maintained, it could bring to your own destruction. 
it could bring to your own destruction. So that's that's kind of like to my understanding of it before going to the dictionary, which Junior will help us with. Right. Yeah. Yes, sir. Do you guys want the meaning already? No, let's let's yeah, let's, let's, you let's want to go around. <laughs> very soon, very soon. So, Samuel, well, you know, how how do you see ambition, um, or how has it changed for you over time? Your perspective on it? Yeah, you know, um, obviously, like growing up back home, um, I really feel like, and then living here in the United States for the last uh, like almost a decade now, nine years to be exact, uh, like my perspective has changed a little bit, right? Um, I think with everything that I was so used to back home, it was very um, good, but I think there was just no no good balance to it. It was almost like, like yeah, just pursue that degree or like that, um, you know, that career, and I feel like that's just the only thing. Um, but then not taking into account of actually how, um, like happy, like you know, all the emotions that kind of come with that job and that career. Um, but if I felt like it was very focused on financially, like hey, like if you're mm. not studying mm. um, engineering or like nursing, so you you don't really have an ambition. You can imagine mm. being a Nigerian kid or like back home telling your kid or your your, your parents that you want to study some sort of like media stuff and. They looked at you like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's still ambition, but to the extent that, you know what I mean? Like, it's a little different. So I think for me now, I have learned that um, if it's fulfilling, if you feel like it's like, man, that's your real passion, um, like, that's actually how I would view, like, the real ambition. I Like, I'm following through now, so... Um, but yeah, like, like I said, I, I think my, my perspective has changed over the years of like, and now that I'm saying like, uh, all that, I, I'm saying that's because I, if I had to go back to school, I might not even study engineering just cause back then that was like, oh, that's the ambition. Mm -hmm. Not to say like, oh, I don't like what I do. I like it, but, um, I still feel like there are also, um, more desires that I have and passions outside of engineering that I feel like still fulfills me. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, ambition is more like um, underlining, more like underlining intent that guides your actions. Um, underlining intent that guides your action. Basically, most of the things that you do it is the driving force for most of the things that you do. Mm. Now, the fact that it's a driving force for most of the things that you do mm. does not mean you have intent originally, right? Some people wake up almost without mm. any intent for the day. Um, and some people, sometimes they'll have intent, sometimes they don't. Some people have a very cons constant intent. But whatsoever is that intent that makes them move a certain way, um, to me, is what I call ambition. That's good. Yeah, I think I was gonna, I was going to say something along the same lines. Just ambition being um, like back then when I used to hear about ambition, um, I just think of it as a driving force behind someone's um, maybe determination. You mm -hmm. know. Somebody's just, it's something, it's that thing that drives them. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is an ambitious person. It's somebody 
who goes for it somebody mm-hmm. just you know um so that, that's what i was thinking and you know just uh that being said um i i have the meeting here for you guys yes, sir. and um ambition let's see so so now it says a strong desire to do or to achieve something typically requiring determination and hard work an example her ambition was to become a pilot mm-hmm. yeah and often ambition is always related to hard work you can't right. be a lazy person and say i'm ambitious correct yeah ambition because ambition is that like junior said that driving force of go getting that thing right that standing or that thing one so to get that thing usually requires hard work you have to put in the hard work you have to put in the time and right. all, the, all the necessary energy you need to 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 get what you want or you aspire right that, that was the reason why i said it's an intent right mm-hmm. um some people think they have the intent right mm-hmm. but in the real sense they actually don't because it's supposed to be an intent that determines a move right. an action mm-hmm. so if an action is not mm-hmm. you know is not in the equation it's yeah. it's never an ambition it was yeah. just a wish Yeah, I exactly. Know, I know we mentioned things about uh how ambitions can be corrupted, how right. ambitions can, you know, uh uh if not cater well can take you to a wrong word. So right. how does one measure those things okay, like may, knowing that okay, right now I'm getting off the lane, I'm going to the opposite lane. How do how does one gauge? How does one measure okay, when does my ambition get like what's the red flag for ambition being a negative ambition or what you so called a poisonous ambition? Yeah, that's a a very good question. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that's a very good question. Um which is the reason why, you know, we have this topic of discussion of mm-hmm. conversation, right? We're supposed to say, okay, ambition from the dictionary meaning that junior read, it's mm-hmm. it's a good thing. Right. Like why not? But there has to be some guidelines, right? right. Or there has to be um something that makes it mm-hmm. fruitful. And for me I think for you to set guidelines for ambition um you have to look at what actions are you taking towards the ambition mm-hmm. um if the actions that you're taking is let's say corny or it ought you have to ought someone else um, significantly mm-hmm. yeah at the expense of your I mean you have to get your ambition at the expense mm-hmm. of otting okay. someone else right. um I would say you know that's a red flag another thing is even your ambition itself what does your ambition itself entail right? right um are you trying to achieve something just because of your selfish interest just because you want to be the lord of all mm. um or are you trying to achieve it because you're trying to make an impact but i have one question to top to that because you said ambition should be selfish because even in philippians 2 3 says Believers are encouraged to do nothing out of selfish ambition. Yeah, yeah. But like if you look at a mission, I want to become a pilot, I want to become uh, an engineer, I want to do this. Isn't it selfish? The question is why. Isn't it selfish in itself? What's the question is what that, is the though? why? How yeah. is it selfish? Because it's you, it's about you. True. Yeah, but true. Yeah. But what's behind? But, but but what is the why? Yeah. What is the why of I want to be a pilot? What is the why of I want to be blah? That was why I said yeah. the underlining Because you could be I want to be a pilot so that I can go flex on my friends. Yep. Or I want to be a pilot so I can take over my family. Yep. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's the why. So, okay. 
which which we you know we, we we can dig into the Bible and we yeah. can see that the why is what is brought into question the most. Mm-hmm. It's the why. There's nothing bad in I want to um I would like to do this and so on. But so what is the why? There should be like a split and saying uh there's a split between selfish ambition and individual ambition. Selfish ambition some I mean usually have bad intent. Individual ambition can sometimes not have bad intent in that sense. Th- okay, go ahead. No, because yeah. it, it says like to, uh, believers should not be encouraged to do things out of selfish ambition. And that's the, mm. that's the key word, selfish yeah. mm-hmm. Exactly. Because yeah. the word in itself, ambition, it says a strong desire to do or to achieve something typically mm-hmm. requiring determination and hard work. Hard work, which is one of the principles of God himself, that, you know, people should work hard, that we should right. work hard at it um, um, as if we are working for the Lord himself, right. you know. And did you observe that the, the definition Junior gave us does not involve so that I will? It's just ambition itself is just a process. It's just a, uh, how should I say it? Not mm. a process, but a drive. If, a, if almost like a like a driving force in a sense. Yeah, like there's no I or we in the definition of ambition, but then the why mm-hmm. now makes it oh, um, global ambition, national ambition, self ambition, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But the word ambition itself, it doesn't have to do with one person or many people. So going back to the question I asked first about measuring when ambition becomes a. Uh, bad so i know you mentioned when it becomes about you proving something when pride is involved when seeking personal glory is involved when seeking greed and all that that's those are kind of like you're measuring your ticks right of like it, this is getting out of hand right. if you so if you see yourself going after something but there's but there's you know there's traits of pride in it there's trait of uh Jealousy, the trait of personal glory, seeking like self glorification, self exaltation. That should be your ticking point of like reflecting. Okay, is this ambition really godly? Because mm-hmm. even like in James three uh, fourteen sixteen, he mentioned those things about how believers should build themselves against uh, jealousy, selfish ambitions. You know, when it just becomes about you being on the um, pedal stool, then that's when it should be like, that should be like your indicators. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, my ambition is getting out of hand. I should probably recheck and do like a back check, filter out what's going on here. Right. So let me give um, an example from the scriptures. But first I'm going to give, you know, an example of an ambition that several of us have, especially this in particular mm-hmm. is an ambition that I have. Mm-hmm. And then a scripture that gives a guide to the ambition. Mm-hmm. So one of my own personal ambition is to uh, go into real estate. I've always wanted to do it since I was young. Right. I was excited. My brother is studying civil engineering because I'm like, oh, when we grow up, we're going to you know have estates of houses. Mm-hmm. The truth is when I was young, I wasn't thinking so that I can provide houses for anyone. I just wanted to say, oh, this entire estate, you know the way when you're young, you live in estates. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? I'd like to have my own estate too. Yeah. That was why I wanted it. Now, look at what Isaiah chapter 5 from verse 8 um, says. I'll, I'll read to verse 10, which mm-hmm. verse 11 is also a very interesting thing. It doesn't have right. anything to do with ambition, but I'd like to like, you know, touch on 11. So Isaiah 5, 8 says, what sorrow, for you will buy up houses 
after house after houses and fields after fields until everyone is evicted and you live alone in the land but i have had a lot of evans i mean swear a solemn oath many houses will stand deserted even beautiful mansions will be empty 10 acres of vineyards will not produce even 6 gallons of wine 10 baskets of seeds will yield only one basket of grain mm. so it talks about buying houses on houses so that people can be evicted basically so that you can say you are the lord of yeah. all those things mm-hmm. i also have another question because um one of the in matthew 63 it says about like putting the kingdom first yeah uh and seek the kingdom first and like for his righteousness and everything else shall be added to you so as a christian does amb- our ambitions does it always like if a if i'm have a, like a personal ambition is that wrong does it always have to be something related to god yeah i, I like once again i i think it comes back to that like why you know like um you can um be an engineer and not really work for like a christian company but like are you being faithful like what you're doing but like like that, that that's more of um in terms of like that's more of like a workplace area but i'm talking in terms of like if you have an ambition to get something be, the thing behind that ambition does yeah. always have to be something for the kingdom of god does always have to be okay for god's kingdom because like okay for example an engineer me aspiring being an engineer is it wrong or should i aspire being an engineer with the idea of advancing the kingdom no personally i think no because, why so because um so so your question is like what you're doing does it have to be yeah, related so like maybe like ministry yeah. or like church not or even like, just ministry but like what like, what's a practical example you would you would give like for example like it says um we we should prioritize god that's that's about like a biblical guideline mm-hmm. that we should prioritize god in everything that we do right so if for example uh, like let's go back for example to the pilot situation okay. i want to become a pilot or i have an ambition to own a real estate right, right. i have an ambition i want to work hard and right. get a new car right i want to work hard and you know travel buy ticket buy new clothes or like whatever your ambition is leading to like leading to okay. so is it wrong to have those personal ambitions where like it does not necessarily include the kingdom of god or must we always under every circumstances every ambitions we have always has to be related to the kingdom of god for example i want a real estate or i want to own a real estate so that maybe god will use it to host his people or host his things i want to become engineer also maybe i could build churches to i mean i could build churches or build houses for christians i want to become a pilot so i could yeah. stuff like like does it always have to be filtered in that angle or is it okay sometimes to just have an ambition just like that like, okay i just want to aspire to get i, I personally there. now this is my personal opinion mm-hmm. um you know and that's why i won't quote a, a particular scripture um to it i personally i think it's okay to have your you know your own just your ambition The mm. most important thing is so far your ambition is subjected under the authority of God. Right. Mm-hmm. That's my own personal opinion. So that subjection, that subjectiveness under the authority of God does it mean in a sense uh, it does not necessarily have to be towards the kingdom but like as long yep. as it's So for example, your heart, the posture your heart, of your heart. Just, exactly. For example, pride. Right. Pride shouldn't come in at any point. Um 
for example, you should not, you know, at any point break the laws of God mm-hmm. in your pursuit of your ambition. Right. Right. Yeah. So I I feel like for me, I would I would say same, like I don't really think it has to be, but so the fruits that comes out of that, what are you doing with those fruits? That's what I would say. So those fruits, mm-hmm. are you um, basically like, are you still honoring God? Mm-hmm. Are you still acknowledging, acknowledging that he was the one that blessed your work? Okay. Even though like you're not necessarily practically like doing something like related, but mm-hmm. hey man, God is still good. Like are you still tithing? Are you still like loving on people? Like that's what I would still see, which is in some ways still related to God in our reality. It's just like not in, like in your your own sense. So like uh, it's kind of like the same of like not every road leads to. I mean, there's many ways to roam, but like right. um, you can come from the back, you can from. But as long yeah. as I could be okay, I have an ambition, for example, to become a, a cinematographer. Nothing related about you know God or anything. But okay, in doing that, I'm like, okay. Now that I'm here, the fruits of that labor. Yeah. I want to okay. For example, use that fruits. To help around the church, help people, my community, or do something that is God honoring. Right. So, in that sense, does it does it align into that sense? Yeah. Uh, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, Junior. So, I think um, in terms of like you know, if you want with your ambition, like if you, I think for me, I think it, it needs to line up with um, with God Himself. Um, so, I have a couple of verses here. And I'm just going to speak about, um, maybe touch on, on like the Christian life a little bit. But First uh, Corinthians ten thirty one says, "So whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God." Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we are called to follow Christ, and mm-hmm. when Christ gave His life for us, um, He bought us with His. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he bought, he paid a price for us. So he mm-hmm. basically uh, brought us on t- and called us to uh, himself. And so um, in whatever we do, it needs to be in alignment with his will for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a person that's, that's, um, that's really uh, a, a true follower of Christ and a, a disciple of Christ um, is one that tells God about all of his plans. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and scripture speaks about submit your plans to God mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and he will make them prosper, right? Yes. Something along those yes. lines. Yes, and he also said um, it's the duty of the king to plan his ways and God right. orders his step. Right, right. Okay. And so, and then when you come here in John 21, um, 18, mm-hmm. um, prior to that, um, if we... That's sixteen from sixteen all the way down to seventeen. It speaks about where, where um, you know, Jesus is talking to uh, Simon, and he's asking him, um, you know, do you love me? You know, and then Peter would answer, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Um, eventually we get to eighteen, you know, um, and then he says here, the truth is, when you were young, you tied your own belt, and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will put out your hands and someone else will tie your belt. They will lead you where you don't want to go, you know. And so obviously this 
did that that was more for Peter, you know, like um and, you know, and it gives an explanation. Yeah, Jesus said this to show how Peter would die to give glory to God. Mm-hmm. So, but but the main point, the main point here was that is like you are I am guiding you now, you know. Yeah. It's like I I I lead you, you know. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm I'm guiding you. Everything that you do would be in alignment mm-hmm. with, you know, with what I've called you to do, mm-hmm. you know. You can't just put your own ambition in there whether it was good or not. It might be good, but it's not within my mm-hmm. will, mm-hmm. you know. Cuz sometimes I think as as uh, as people or you know, if we're Christians, we can we can spend waste time on good things. Correct. Right. Very correct. <laughs> yeah, good, spend, but very yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. We can spend time and waste time on good things. Right. You know, not every good thing is within the will of God. Correct. So um, uh, that's just something to like to yeah. keep in mind. That's really good because I really like how you, because I was also convicted of this, how you mentioned about we should surrender every all our plans to God because that's what even Proverbs uh, 16, 9 says. That the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, of course, you might you you have ambitions, but it's always important as a Christian. That's how like to succeed in this life, submit those ambitions. Into exactly. The, into that the, that was what I was going to say to yeah. that. Ambition is there's nothing bad in yeah. you having ambition, ambition. but so far it's submitted yeah. to God's yeah. will, asking God, "This is what I yeah. intend." And then if it tells you mm-hmm. no, it's a no. And then if it tells you yes, it's a yes. If you don't submit yourself to God's will, mm-hmm. if it tells you no, you're going to struggle mm-hmm. to accept his no. Right. Yeah. And also, thinking about, we spoke about ambitions, we spoke about how to filter, how to submit everything to God. Like you may have ambitions and you have to submit it at the feet of God and he will approve and give you ways and say yes or no. Can someone be overly ambitious? For example, I'm ambitious. For example, if someone is in ministry, like I want to serve God, I want to heal mm-hmm. the sick. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out today, and whoever I'm gonna touch my hands, and they should get miracles and do this. Like, in terms of ministry, in terms of working as God, because we God says, go make people my disciple. We are all of the priesthood. Even the Bible says that at the end days, end of times, your sons and daughters will prophesy, and you know, and will see dreams and do all these things that the Bible says. So, can someone be overly ambitious? Yeah, I believe so. And how, um, scrip- and how to tackle that? Scrip- scripturally, the Bible mentions certain things. Now, I believe you're, you're, you can be over, overly ambitious even in the Christendom. Mm-hmm. Whenever you start thinking you can put in so much work to help God. right? Because You remember the man who tried to hold the ark from falling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got struck, the Israelites. Israelites were carrying the ark. Yeah. The ark tumbled. Mm-hmm. and he tried to grab the ark, and he got struck. There is something that is very common in the Christendom, people trying to help the Holy Spirit or help God. You um, go. You've seen it, especially amongst people who sing. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how we're going to do it. People have to move this way. People have to feel this way. If they don't, you know, react this way, we're not doing a good job. But in terms of helping God, isn't it us already making disciples because the promises that he have given us and the ways we should carry ourselves, you know, go preach, go do this. Aren't we helping God already? So, so that is, that is why there is ambition and then there's over ambition. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like Junior says, submit all your ambition to God's will. Right. right? So there's a Bible verse that says it is not he 
that will it mm. or he that run it, but God that showeth mercy. Mm. It means no matter how hard you work so much, no yeah. matter how much you do, in the end you have to understand the fact that God factor is very very important because if you do all these things mm-hmm. without God it's over ambition even Sam in the book of Sam I think 127 he said a watchman can watch all night he's doing something good right, right. he's very ambitious to mm-hmm. protect the people mm-hmm. but he says without God watching without God helping him mm-hmm. do that watch he do it but in vain right the meaning is yes you can you can run around in the kingdom of God if yeah. you do not submit your running around to God's instruction. The Holy Spirit saying, move before you move. You're just going to do everything all but in vain. And 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 the question you were asking about, like, aren't aren't we helping God? Like, like I don't think we can help God. You know what I mean? Because when he left, when he came and died for us. What did he say? He said, I'm sending you the Holy Spirit. Who yep. is the helper? Yep. So we, there's just almost no way we can really help our... You know what I mean? Like The that, scripture also says, if you don't do it, I'll raise stones yeah. to do it. The exactly. meaning is, you can't help me. So there's no... And, and that's why... Yes, you're, you're, you're putting in good effort. Like you're, you're putting in effort. There's nothing bad in so does it, doing, does it doing stuff. So does it fall back to that thing of like, oh... You... you, yeah. you, you, you you wanted to finish up what you're saying, right? Oh no, what I was I was just gonna say that that's why we need the spirit of discernment, mm-hmm. and that's why we always need to like pray in the spirit, mm-hmm. and that's what it means. Like it's my helper, mm-hmm. everything. But yeah, I just wanted to. So like yeah, like what I was gonna say, it's kind of like falling back to uh, we get to serve with God, we get to be part of His work, right? But we're not actually doing His work for Him in a sense, or we're not helping Him in work. We're just vessels. We're just the one, like, on the field. Because there's a difference between when something chooses you and when you choose something. Thank you. When something chooses you, you're not doing the work. Mm-hmm. It doesn't belong to you. Mm-hmm. When you choose something, then you're the one doing the work. Now, some people in ministry, they choose, and then they get caught up with Thank that ambition. Samia, I like that, that you mentioned vessel, right? Let's take a vase, mm-hmm. right? This vase is so beautiful. It beautifies this environment. Yeah. What gave it its beauty? What it's gave the, it the, the purpose? What gave it the everything it is? The maker. Exactly. Right. It's the master. So we butter. just get to be the vessel. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we're 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 already <laughs> yeah. going we're already going sideways. We don't have much much time. There, yeah. there were a few things I would also have loved to ask, even though we don't have much time. Um I probably will have to pick just one and then we can visit the topic of um, ambition later. Mm. Proverbs twelve eleven talks about something like mm. in the process of ambition, mm-hmm. but it was talking about basically don't follow someone else right. in your in your work. Mm. And this kind of reminds me of you know people following influencer in anything that they do. So I just wanted to ask the question: if you guys see it the same way, I see that particular verse, okay. uh, Proverbs twelve eleven. So it says, a hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies has no sense. Mm. Now, if you read it in King James Version, Mm -hmm. it actually says someone who follows someone who chases fantasies Mm. or someone who follows someone else's ambition. Mm. Because chasing fantasy is you have seen what someone else achieved and then you're 
you're aspiring, but you're not actually putting in any form of work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, you know, do, does this mention how people basically see someone else's success and that drives them like, oh, I want to achieve, you know, that same thing. They start mm-hmm. fantasizing about that person's success. What do you guys think about uh, what Proverbs twelve eleven talks about? I mean, I just think the 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 spirit of contentment is something people are not aware of, mm-hmm. of feeling content with you know wherever you are in life, with whatever you're pursuing, that your own success uh, should not be determined by someone else's, but rather like um, just the like what God really puts on your heart. But mm-hmm. I think it's so easy to get caught up, like I said, with just like people you're surrounded with, influences of like that looks successful and so I have to either be like that or top that. Um, but no, like in the kingdom of God, like I don't think mm-hmm. that standard is like that high where like we all have to. It's great if you do, but if you don't, it's still great in the eyes of God. Because um, uh, the Bible also says uh, to us, he has given us to us different gifts and different graces. So I feel like... Um, the the main goal that we all have one common goal mm-hmm. serving god you know serving the advancement of the kingdom but how do we advance the kingdom we have all different roles and all different um capabilities mm-hmm. so i feel like before we even have your ambition you should actually know yourself like okay ambitions of this but does it fall under the will of god or doesn't fall under the capability he has given me or does it fall under into my for example calling or how all the just the way he sees me working for him or serving him. So uh, for me, that's why we should avoid. Because uh, that, like aspiring someone else's ambition or fantasy, I think at the end of the day will bring the spirit of comparison. And we're trying to stay away from the spirit of comparison. Yeah. After you compare yourself, then it open, it might, most often it opens doors to jealousy. Right, right. And it opens doors to envy. Mm-hmm. So that's why you run your own race. You see the person doing the thing, you're like, oh, you capture the good things of like, how do I do this for myself? You praise them because you say we should celebrate, like Junior mentioned this week, we should celebrate our own successes in the bride of Christ, like in, in, in the body of Christ. We should celebrate each other. We should like, you know, support each other. Like, okay, you did good. Then after celebrating, like, to me, let me run my race too. My race will not be the same as the person next to me. Yeah. So I think it's very important in those for that. Um, if you don't want to be like, you know, a person who's chasing after someone else's fantasy is to know your talent, to know your strength, mm-hmm. to know your weaknesses, to know your That's purpose. Good. All right. Um, once you know that, then it'll be, um, then you can, you know, you can kind of um, be on track with, you know, what you are called to do. Mm-hmm. Because um, I take the example of uh, um, Saul. Right. So, uh, the king, king of mm-hmm. Israel, um, I believe he was the first king. Yeah, he was. Um, you know, once God, you know, chose someone else like David, you know, he was still in the king, uh, position, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you have to realize ultimately what brought him down was the fact that he lost mm-hmm. sight of his seat where he was, mm-hmm. started chasing after David, started running after David, Yeah, you know? And so it's just like, you know, you're seeing this person as a threat. 
you're seeing this other person doing his thing as a threat. Mm-hmm. But while if you know yourself, you know, and, and, and that story has obviously some yeah. bottom lines. I just brought that for kind of like uh, so to paint a picture. But like if you know what you've been called to do, if you know at least your strengths, mm-hmm. you know what you are good at, you know, and your purpose and your talent, that could really help you to pursue what uh, um, what what you're good at. You know, and not just some fantasy, you know. Yeah, yeah um, I just wanted to kind of quote uh, a Bible verse, mm-hmm. um, Matthew 6, verse 34. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also just want to say, like, um, you can have ambition, but you can also not worry about tomorrow, right? Because, right. like, you have no control about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, the verse says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for um, tomorrow we worry about itself. Each day has enough troubles of its mm-hmm. own um so i'll just probably just close with that and yeah. just reminding like there's always a difference between when something chooses you like you said and god chose um so yeah i mean so, god didn't choose but yeah or, the people yeah. chose so but god approved it but yeah oh, yeah yeah um, yeah but like remembering that listen you can have ambition and sometimes you're just a carrier and releasing of what god really placed on your heart and just delivering it so yeah, to, to round up, I'm going to tie, you know, what everyone had said because for some reason it felt like you all spoke my mind instantaneously. Um, and also you guys brought to my memory the parable of the talents. Right. Um, if you look at what Proverbs 11, um, 12, 11 had said, it talked about a hard worker would have plenty of food, mm-hmm. but the person who is chasing someone else's fantasy has you know, no sense. Right. And yeah. then you had mentioned how comparing yourself would bring strive. Right. And Junior had mentioned how a man's talent would, you know, make way for him. Just focus on your own talent. Yeah. And then Sammy had also mentioned how worrying about tomorrow is the reason why yeah. most people just, you know, endlessly chase yeah. um, things. Yeah. The parable of the talent that Jesus gave, right? The guy with the one talent, mm. rather than focusing on his one talent, mm. he kept on comparing himself mm-hmm. with those that have the three and the five mm. and therefore did what? Achieve nothing. Yeah. nothing. He wow. had no sense. That's right. good. Because he was chasing someone else's fantasy. Right. And those that just focus on theirs, they have what they want. Yeah. And then good. if you also observe, he was worrying about tomorrow. He said, oh, when my master come, I want to make sure I at least have this yeah. one thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, people, you know, we should make sure we have all of this, mm-hmm. um, in yeah. mind. Yeah. Just to round up, uh, like I say, ambition, ambition is good as long as it's under the will of God. As long as you submit under the will of God, you can be sure not to fall out or not to for you to be corrupted because God will lead you to where He wants you to be. We spoke about not comparing your ambitions with other people. Have your own ambitions with according to your own strength, and you know, um, just. I think in filtering, filtering, making sure you, you're always having a hard check mm-hmm. with your ambitions as you go, as you run the race, as you run this race, always have that habit to take a pause and do a reflection, check your heart and check, okay, where is this ambition leading me? Is it, Am I taking out of God's will or is it leading me to God's will? Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, just stick on under God's will and everything should work under according to his will and for his glory and you shall have peace that surpasses man understand and surpasses the understanding of man. So yeah, with that, we're going to leave you guys and we hope that you have a good week, a good month and we can't wait to share more with you guys. Kid Connected, we're so excited and we pray that the whole God may be with you throughout whatever you guys are doing. Thank you. Bye. Ciao. 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 Ciao.